0: Listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam
1: Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the Radio Lex app on your smartphone device to listen to us anywhere in the entire world. You can also stream the show live on the web at RadioLex.us. Amber Turner and I are both broadcasting from the Deborah Hensley Studios here at Radio Lex on North Limestone. It is July the 14th, 2022. Amber... How are you? Oh, I'm just living the dream. What about you? You like that little rhyme? Amber, how are you? I know. It is 2022. It is
0: 2022.
1: Yes. Well, it is a very nice day. It's a very hot day today. Uh, another day of technical difficulties here in the studio. Just know that if you hear any crazy sounds going on, that it's just par for the course today. But it is another beautiful, beautiful day out there. Amber, I was driving to the studio today, and on my way, I seen a bumper Sticker. Yeah. That I hadn't seen in a long time. Oh. Do you remember those Fear This bumper stickers?
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get out of here. And it
1: actually wasn't a bumper sticker. It was a, like a sticker that this man had stuck on the back of his window. Yeah, on the
0: windshield. Or <laughs> not windshield, but
1: the back the back glass. It was an older truck. Yeah. But the fact that... So, it was... Because, obviously, those are older stickers. Oh, yeah, I don't even know if they still make those anymore. Fear This. But those were stickers that... That you used to see all of the time. What does that even mean, fear this? I don't know at all. Or,
0: or, or was it no fear? Uh, I think it was, was it fear this? No, I think it was fear this. <laughs> I, it was either no fear or fear this. Now I'm confused. I mean, the only thing I feared was putting bumper stickers all over my car like that. So maybe that's what they meant.
1: But, it, yeah, so it just reminded me of things that were, once upon a time, very popular, but are so stupid. Oh, the coolest to do back in the day. Yeah, they're, they're, that was such a trend. Another trend that I don't know if you remember that people used to do is, do you remember the little boys? that used to pee oh, that used to pee on, on the, the different symbols of cars <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. or the NASCAR ones yes. I had my stepdad loved El Earnhardt and he yeah. had a, on his co-truck he had the little boy peeing on the Rusty Wallace too oh get out of here so that was a trend that you don't see anymore you don't see the little boy peeing on things anymore no because he would pee on other things besides car logos oh everything I think I've seen at one point anything you didn't like he would, he would pee on <laughs> but there are some trends that that I'm glad to see die out. Those are two of them. The fear this or, yeah. or, or the no fear or the little boy peeing on things. I actually wish those were around. Oh. But one thing I'm glad to see disappear that used to be a trend is the keep calm and whatever. Yeah. The keep calm. That was so stupid. That became such a phenomenon over the last 10 years was keep calm and then do whatever. Carry on. Keep calm and, and have a coffee. Keep calm and... And have a cigarette.
0: Yeah, uh, well, Brother, I'm never calm, so apparently I can never have coffee or cigarettes.
1: That's not out, right? Uh uh-huh, Probably not. Uh, I don't know if that one. completely... I haven't seen that in a long time. I mean, that's a trend that was at one point hot and heavy. Yeah. What about mustaches everywhere. Do you remember when that was a thing, when the <laughs> fake little mustaches would yes. be put on everywhere? What was the obsession with mustaches?
0: I think that was uh, with, you know, uh, what was it? The pop-up, like you take uh, like pictures of yourself, the little Polaroid pop-up places. That, that made them crazy yeah. for a while.
1: Yeah, those little phone bo- or the little photo booths. Yeah,
0: there, photo booths. There we go.
1: Yes, but thank God you don't really see mustaches grown on everything.
0: No, I people love are, a good mustache. People are just growing
1: mustaches Yeah, now. just real mustaches. Men and women. What about the weird obsession uh, that people had with the Alvin and the Chipmunks remixes? (laughs) When they would just take a song, especially around Christmas time, and just add Alvin and the Chipmunks to it. Or they just speed up their own vocals to make it sound like the Chipmunks. Well, that's all the Chipmunks were. Uh That's all that was. If you think about it, the Chipmunks had a record deal. Yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, because they sang. Uh But it was really easy for anybody to create the voice of the chipmunks, yeah. <laughs> because it's just talk normal into a tape recorder and speed it up really quick. Yeah. You're a chipmunk. I'm loving that nobody else knows.
0: You sung mm-hmm. an Alvin and the Chipmunks song when we were in grade school at a
1: Christmas. I was Alvin. You were. <laughs> what about What about YOLO? Oh, I can't with that. Drake?
0: Drake dropped that and I've hated it ever since. But it's a trend though.
1: I know. That doesn't exist. I don't think like it used to. I think it's finally. I don't think this new generation you hear say YOLO. No, because I think they finally realized oh, everybody only lives once. Another trend that I'm happy to see die out is the fidget spinners. Oh, my goodness. A waste they of were money. Everywhere. Yeah, everybody
0: had them, and they
1: serve no purpose.
0: No purpose, and everybody put them in the gift bags that you would get at things for a while, and I'm like, dang, I just wish this was like a squish ball or something. I don't know how to even
1: use this. What about the duck face trend? Oh. When all the girls would pucker their lips yeah. like they're ducks yeah. uh, for a sexy picture, why did that <laughs> appear for a lot of girls? We try give to give you be a six. kiss. Is that what it was? Yeah, try to give you a kiss to the picture. Okay. What about ringtones? Um.
0: Oh, wow. No, I do hear some people still have them, and I don't know about you, but it dates me. I feel very old. I'm like, If Oof. you have a
1: ringtone, you will 100% date yourself. Yes. You are at least over the age of 30 if you have a ringtone.
0: If you have a ringtone, you're <laughs> over the age of 40.
1: Come on. I don't understand it. They used to be such a trend, an aggravating trend, because you would be out and you would hear the most annoying songs for ringtones. I know. I know. And especially when it was, it would always go off at the most inappropriate time. I don't know, like six o'clock in the morning. That, or (laughs) you would be, I don't know, at college having lunch with the president, (laughs) and your ringtone would go off. Hey, you're crazy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What about... The trend of selfie sticks.
0: Oh, man.
1: That is something I'm glad that was here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. It was a fast-growing trend, but it died out. Thank- thankfully. I knew that wasn't going to last.
0: Well, they wouldn't worth really a count. You couldn't find one that would actually hold your phone and take the picture at the same time. What about Fortnite? What is Fortnite?
1: It's a video game for yeah. a long time. was the hottest video game ever. In the world. Oh, it wasn't too hot because I don't really know what that is. What, do you play video games at all? No. Well, Mario. Every gamer knew what Fortnite was it was the top of the it was the top of the game systems and it was free you could download yeah. it for free oh it was the mario of the 2020s hey <laughs> uh what about t-bowing did you remember the trend t-bowing is that the they would get down on their knee and like do the the little prey thing yeah, yeah because tim bow, whenever he would score or <laughs> he would he would do that little praying thing because he's very religious yeah you, you would see people doing that at the most ridiculous times and situations places what about chat roulette
0: oh my goodness! <laughs> now look there were a few things that came out of chat roulette that i really enjoyed you've seen many many private parts of people on chat roulette uh, yes 100 percent. i can verify that <laughs> yes did people
1: get on there to date i don't think so Okay. I mean, I got on there with people that I was dating at the time. What about the trend of guys wearing skinny jeans? That was a trend that was big back in the day.
0: Yes, it was, especially like when I first moved here to Lexington. Yeah, And I was like, well, no wonder there's no pants to fit me in the women's section. All the men have them on here. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right,
1: right. Yeah. Uh, what about... What about the zombie trend where everybody was oh, obsessed with off, zombies.
0: Get off. Are you, you saying know that people love, still are? Yes, I love zombies. What about the mannequin challenge? Wait, the mannequin, is that where you just did steal? Yes. Okay,
1: yeah. Did you ever do one? No. There was the... Let's see what else was a big trend. What about the what's up? <laughs> Wait, I feel like we still say that to each other now. What's up? <laughs> that was a huge trend back in the day. But thank God that that trend doesn't exist anymore.
0: Well, you're leaving out one of the good trends mm-hmm. that I know you participated in. What? What was it? The plan- Challenge where you go around and lay in all the different places.
1: That 100% was a trend. (laughs) Yeah, you 100% did that. (laughs) Yes, yes. But there are some trends that we, yeah, those are very cringy when you look back on them. Those are some cringy trends. Hey, that one wasn't cringy. I thought that one was cool. But there were some, there's some trends that we do today. Yeah. That are going to be, that are going to eventually be cringy. Oh, absolutely. Like the people who post. Every aspect of their life on social media. That's a trend right now. That's going to one day come back and haunt you. Yes, absolutely. Keep some stuff private. Naming your child a crazy outlandish name is a trend right now. Uh-huh. That is going to make your kids grow up and hate you. <laughs> oh it,
0: I like the five-letter names and things like that
1: that are easy for kids to spell. The barn door, gray wood floor, that whole modern farmhouse, oh, the
0: farm aesthetic chic.
1: look yeah. is a trend that I feel like is going to be very cringy for a lot of people in well, the future.
0: Oh, a lot of people
1: too. Making a brand new three hundred thousand dollar house look like it's forty five thousand, looking like it's a forty five thousand dollar barn, yeah, is a trend that's going to you're going to five years from now be like, what was I thinking? Yeah, well. Trying to make all my tables look rustic and old, yeah, well. I just buy me a new one. All you mommy bloggers out there that seems to be trending right now, posting pictures of your children. You're giving your child no privacy. You're robbing your children who have no choice in the matter their privacy. So that is going to be something you regret when they hold that against you. hmm Vaping at such a young age is a trend that I think people will grow up and one day regret. Too much plastic surgery is a trend right now. Botox on young people. I
0: can't.
1: Botox on young people. People, I'm not saying we're spring chickens, but people in their 30s, people our age, do not need to be getting Botox. No, we don't
0: need it. When I think Botox, I think women who are you 20, 30 years older than what I am now, not my age.
1: Yeah. Same thing with posting things to the Internet. Uh, Filming everything you do Mm -hmm. is is something that you're going to regret. That's a trend right now. (laughs) But there's trends in the past that become cringy, and now there's trends that we have now that will eventually become cringy. That's just the circle of life, Amber. Oh, yeah. Got to give everybody something to be entertained by. Yeah, but it all started with me just seeing that fear this (laughs)
0: thing.
1: Or no fear. (laughs)
0: No fear. No, I think it was fear this. Fear this. I feel like it was even
1: on T-shirts and stuff, too. I love it. Good times, <laughs> better than keep calm uh, and carry on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have lots more off the cuff coming at you live after these words. So stick with us; we'll be right back. Who let the dogs out? Who Who, who, who? who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? Who the dogs out? The Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. This was an oddly weird but good song. The Baja Man sang this song. And believe it or not, 20 years later, 22 years later, this song is still well-known. I think when people hear this song, they're like, yeah, I've heard this song before. I sing this at my house every day, letting the dogs out. So, Last week on the show, we talked about the one-hit wonders of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of feedback. A lot of people liked that. Yes. Segment. So, Amber, on today's show for this segment, I would like to do continue that topic. Okay. Because in order to give this topic justice, we have to do it by the decades. I feel it. So let's do the best one-hit wonders. Of the 2000s. Okay, good year. So last week, we did the decade 2010 to 2019. Now, this decade, the 2000s, will consist of everything from the year 2000 to 2009. And we'll start off with the Baja Men, who let the dogs out. I think that's a good one to start out with. Oh, best one to start out with. Such a good one. So, now, in order to make this list, because we know that there's plenty and there's some that I won't add to the list... But in order to make this list, this is obviously, in my opinion, what I think the best one-hit wonders are. Yeah. So in order to make the list, you have to be someone who came out with one piece of work, and that's all you're really known for. Okay. You could have come out with something else, but it didn't. Eclipse and succeed the success that you had with this one piece of work. Yeah, it didn't get as much flash as the last one. That's what a one-hit wonder is. So let's take a listen at some of the best one-hit wonders from the year 2000 to 2009, the 2000s decade. We will start with... All the things things she said, tattooed... This was the Russian duo group. They were your emo, your angry teen girls that were rebelling. Amber, were you a tattoo fan in your teenage years?
0: Um, I was not.
1: I actually did not like this song
0: when it first came out because I was like, I don't understand what this video is about. Because I used to go really off like the music videos, and I'm like, well, I can't relate to this. Well, you know, we were
1: talking about trends in the first segment. This was. Very trendy back in the day. It was a phase where girls would kind of rebel and do yeah. crazy things like yeah. kiss other girls or, I don't know, pierce every part of their body. Uh-uh. This was kind of the emo rebellion girl anthem. It was the start of a whole mood, it I works. guess is the best way to say it. But tattoo. They came out with this banger, and then they disappeared.
0: And never to be seen again. Apparently, she said too much.
1: There's also this song, Collide, by Howie Day. Now, let me set the scene for you. It's 2004. The person you've been crushing on forever plays you this song confirming their like for you. You both ride off together in the sunset because why not? You got this beautiful song. Howie Day come out with this banger, but after he come out with it in 2004, that was it for the singer. (laughs) Did you set me up a scene
0: from Laguna Beach?
1: Was the song on Laguna?
0: I think it was, yes. When uh, Lauren and Steven went off to college together.
1: Well, there you go, 2004. You can't get no more (laughs) Laguna Beach than that. Now, I'm very disappointed that these guys didn't become bigger after this one song. Huey, they did this banger, pop, lock, and drop it. Now, we remember this song back in 2007 ish, 8 ish, because all the hot girls were pop, locking, and dropping it. It was was a technique to see how to pop, lock, and drop it. Yeah. And all the hot girls were doing it, they were dipping on the floor. (laughs) And after this great song by Huey, this was his last. Mm-hmm. Well, he pop-locked and dropped the doll he needed to, I guess. But do you remember the impact this song had? <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, usually on the floor when people would fall. <laughs> Trying to do it.
1: <laughs> all right, another one-hit wonder of the 2000s would be this guy. Because he had a bad day. powder bad day this was his biggest single and the only single that he released that ever did anything which makes him a one-hit wonder now most people remember this song by being the song that played on american idol after a contestant was eliminated i didn't know that that's that's how i remember this song whenever they were eliminated they would play this montage of this song in the background and their kind of life on American Idol. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But you listen to the song and you're like, okay, this guy's going to be... He's having a bad day. He did after he realized that this was his only song he was ever going to do anything with. Woo! All right, another song that was a banger back when I was in college. I mean, I remember rolling my windows down and listening to this my freshman year.
0: This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot.
1: But unfortunately, the rapper who sang this was not hot enough because he was a one-hit wonder with this song. Mims was this rapper's name. This is
0: why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot I'm fly. fly. You ain't
1: cause you not. This is, why, this is why, this is why I'm hot.
0: <laughs>
1: I hope he made a lot of money off that one song because he didn't do anything after it. Well, he he came in, told you why he was hot, and he left. You can't make a 2000s one hit wonder list without putting asher roth on there that party last night was awfully crazy i wish we take it I danced my ass off and had this one girl completely naked Drink my beer and smoke my weed, but my good friends is all I need Pass out at three, wake up at ten, go out to eat Then do it again I wanna So he did, did this I Love College song, and, and if you watch the video, he just seems like this dorky college kid singing this song But it was a true college anthem for the 2000s. Oh, yeah, it was. And it couldn't have come out at a more perfect time because that was the time that you and I both were in college, Amber. Yeah, and that was the time that we were seeing these parties and we knew what was up. I couldn't believe when I was listening to this song when it first came out I was like, this guy is telling the exact truth. He's telling exactly how college is. Uh-huh. If you listen to this song, it's exactly the way it is. Like, I
0: think I've seen that dude at a party before. <laughs>
1: But Asher Roth come out with this amazing song, The College Anthem, and that's the last we heard of him. Yep. He graduated. He did. Yeah. He got a real big boy job. (laughs) No more partying for him. All right. uh, Moving on here to our one-hit wonder list for the decade of the 2000s. This is Mom's got it going of Wayne. They come out with this smash hit "Stacy's Mom. Now, it's a bit odd how badly the ants aspire to be a little bit more than... Well, never mind. <laughs> what were you laughing at?
0: <laughs> Just thinking about when this song came Did out. Did you have a friend named Stacy I did we both did growing up
1: I don't think I was attracted to Stacy's mall. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of the modern it was kind of the modern here's to you Mrs. Mrs. Robinson yeah. fountains of Wayne they just disappeared well can you name another song they've sang Oh, my goodness, no.
0: Not off the top of my head. I mean, I'm sure they come out with some other stuff, but nothing that was like this.
1: Well, I hope you guys the best, because <laughs> you needed some more songs to make that money to put in the bank. All right, this girl, Lou, Liana Lewis, she came out with this smash hit in the... 2000s, in 2008 to be exact. Bleeding Love. This song was written by Jesse McCartney. Oh, I love Jesse McCartney. But he decided he didn't want to sing it. He just wrote it and passed it on to Leona Lewis. Mm. And she did such a great song or a great job with the song. Her voice is so powerful. Uh huh. And you would think she was going to go on and do more things, but she did not. No. That was a good one, though. All right. And I've got another one here. You down for another one? Oh, always. What about this catchy little tune here? This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her when she smiled. Now, most people only remember the opening line of this song, and that's okay. Yeah. If you do and that's all you remember... It doesn't matter. You still remember this song. The song was called, absolutely, Story of a Girl. Yep. And it's by Nine Days. And you hear this song and you're like, yeah, these guys were really popular in the 2000s. Not really. This song was popular, but this is the only song they had. Uh-huh. There's so many more that we didn't play. There's The Calling by Wherever You Will Go. Oh, that's a good story. Uh, or, or, yeah, Wherever you will go by the calling, calling. There was uh, James Blunt. He was a one-hit wonder. He came out with your beautiful... Talk about
0: cringy ringtones. That was your ringtone on my phone for how many years?
1: A long time, but I thought James Blunt would honestly do a lot more than what he did.
0: That one was a pretty sad song, so I'm kind of excited that he didn't come out with anything else, because I think if he would have come out with something even sadder than that, I would have just... Well, it's he was the Sam Smith of that time. Oh, come on, give him more credit than
1: that. I like Sam Smith. I like James Blunt. <laughs> is it because his last name is Blunt? <laughs> <laughs> You got me, partner. <laughs> there is Hurricane Chris. He had his hit. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. There is New Boys. Yeah. They had You're a Jerk. You're a Jerk. I know. I know. You're a Jerk. I know. There is Shop Boys. Mm-hmm. They had that smash hit Party Like a Rock Star." Okay. What about Afro Man, Because I Got High? Well... You never heard anything after Because I Got hot because No, no, you did he hear
0: high. from Afro Man like, Coke 45 Girl from Kentucky <laughs> Come on Coke 45 over But there.
1: his largest <laughs> song and the song he's known for is that Oh, yeah And then D4L Laffy oh, Taffy. Laffy
0: Taffy. That yeah. was their only smash hit. Hey, that's a good one, though. Talk but it, about having that on
1: you, discography. But but impactful, yes. <laughs> I bet they save that song to the end when they're doing a concert, because after that song's sang, everybody leaves.
0: I wish Laffy Taffy would have given them a uh, record, not a record deal, but an ad
1: deal. I'd say a lot of these artists. Mm-hmm. When they do have one-hit singles and they go and play a show, because they're not selling out arenas, but when they go and (laughs) play a show, they probably make everybody so upset because they wait and play that one
0: song. song.
1: That one hit song at the end.
0: Yeah. And everybody's
1: just wanting to hear it, and you got to wait all night.
0: Came for the one song. Had to sit through the opening band.
1: Like, I went to Percy Sledge one time, (laughs) uh, because I had to work it. And the only song that I knew was When a Man Loves a Woman. Hey, it's a good one, And he sang that the very dead last.
0: Well, he's making making you listen to
1: all of his other compilations. People weren't going to leave until they (laughs) heard it. They wasn't. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the... One hit wonders of the 2000s, the best one hit wonders of the 2000s decade. And if we left any off, please put it on the show thread. And of course, we will get to more one hit wonders throughout the decades as this show progresses. It's just whenever we feel like adding that in there. But ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take another break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Everybody, to off the cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Amber, it is wedding season. We've talked about weddings already on this show before. We talked about it just a couple of weeks ago. I gave some wedding facts, I gave honeymoon facts, engagement facts, all kinds of cool wedding information. And we still slap dab are in the middle of wedding season. Oh, yeah, we are. People are getting married. People are having their reception, and if you remember, the one thing that people said they regretted from our last ta- uh, the last time we talked about it, mm-hmm. the one thing women said they regretted the most when planning their wedding that they wish they would have done is spent more money on the entertainment. I agree with that. The reception is very important. Yes. The DJ is very, very important. Very. If you have a bad DJ, you could have a very bad overall reception, which Mm -hmm. could make your whole wedding bad.
0: Oh, yeah. If you're having a bad time at the one part that's supposed to be the party, come on now. So what you want to
1: do is you want to make everybody involved at your wedding. You want everybody up on the dance floor, moving, dancing, (laughs) shaking their bum. Yeah. It's not a good time unless everybody's up dancing. Exactly. So it's really... The DJ's job to put everybody in the mood, the songs, the music that you play, is important. Now, every wedding has to have group dancing songs. Oh, yeah. If you want to get your wedding party up dancing, you need to throw out songs that the whole group can dance to. This is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Electric Slide. Maybe, oh, wow. maybe one of the most popular ones that people can do. But, Amber, here are the most popular group dancing songs. Okay. That you can do to get... Jiggy with it? Jiggy with it, where you can have your wedding party stand up and get jiggy with it. So, if you are a DJ... And you're like, man, how am I going to get the this party started at this wedding I got to work this weekend? Well, you've tuned into the right place because that I'm nights. going to play you the most popular group dancing songs for weddings. Oh, I'm excited for this one. And we had the electric slide, of course. Oh, yeah. I've I've danced hey, to many. Clap hand, hand. Clap, clap, clap the cha-cha
0: slide. Oh, yeah. Clap, clap,
1: what I like about the Cha Cha Slide is it's a song that tells you exactly what to do. Uh, that's why I think everybody loves. Yes. it. Yes. So anybody can get up and dance to it. If somebody says I don't know how to dance to it, all you got to do is listen to the words. Well, I think he says something about Charlie Brown, and I don't know how to do that. To the left. To the left. Take Go it back now, y'all. Go back. One hop, boom. Right foot, left foot. Boom. Left foot, left foot. Cha cha now, you Now, the real question is, what is cha-cha? What? You're doing the cha-cha. You just kind of dance.
0: Well, it's like salsa dancing. One hop this
1: time. One hop this time. Right. Right foot, two stumps. Left foot, two stumps. Slide to the left. It's so much fun, especially when everybody's vibing and feeling it and doing it.
0: Oh, my. You can't match that energy. No. When people are just getting down. Because you got... Everybody in sync doing the same thing. At the same, Everybody's got the same goal. Let's not fall so we don't trip over everybody else. Yeah. Let's just
1: dance and have a good time. Yeah, when everybody's got the same goal in mind, you're right. You can't match that energy. What about the Cupid Shuffle? Oh, there we go. So this song became popular not just at weddings, but at parties. Every party I went to played this for a while. Now, this is a song that you do have to kind of learn. Yeah. It don't tell you what to do. But they do it so much at events, you can catch on. It's easy. Quickly.
0: Uh Uh Uh
1: But watch what I'm saying. If you want your wedding party to get up and dance... Then you need to play something that they can get up and dance to. This is a good group dancing song. Oh, I would one hundred percent get up, right to the dance floor. I go. All right. If we want to uh, kick it a little old, sc- if you want to kick it a little old school and have an old school dance, because weddings, you got to think, have people from all ages. Yeah. They're going to have people that grew up in the 90s to this song. And when you got somebody in their 40s that are sitting there and they're not wanting to dance, play this song and you're going to see them get up and dance. Oh, they'll make a beat line for the floor. Because this was the big dancing song when they were teenagers. Yes. And again, it's a group song. It's something that everybody can do in sync. When everybody's doing the Macarena 2, the choreography looks just as good as a Madonna video. Hey, it's a
0: video quality.
1: Again, it's a, it's a dance that you've got to learn how to do. Yeah. But just watch people do it because it's the same movements over and over and over.
0: Oh, well, this is the one song that I'm going to say you can't watch people do it because so many people mess these up. There is an order, like the order of operation yeah.
1: you got to do it in. And you'll look over and your partner's doing it wrong. For the most part, though, I feel like that the people that do get out and make a beeline for the floor to do this, they know how to do it. Oh,
0: yeah. People like me and you. Absolutely.
1: We've been doing this since we've been alive. All right. Another great song for a wedding. And this, this gets people wanting to get up. And kids love this. Kids like to get up and dance to this. This has actually not ever really been one of my favorites. (laughs) Of course not. And I'm from Eastern Kentucky. You would think it would be, but it's not. Is this like, is this Rockabilly or something like that? Or like, I don't know. It's Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Yeah. R-E-D-N-E-X.
0: It's just such an odd sound song. But now look, this thing used to get me up far up, jazzed up. Oh, it's guaranteed I wouldn't have put it on the list
1: if it wasn't a song that could get people up dancing in a group for a wedding. Oh, yeah. Another great wedding song that will get people vibing and feeling good is... The best part about this song is watching people try to do it who don't know how to do it. You just spell out YMCA. That's all you're doing, folks. You talk like you know somebody that don't know how to do it. I've seen many people try to do the YMCA, and their their hands are going every which way. Except the except correct way. Except right way. way. But... You think about these people who said that they had bad receptions, bad wedding parties, bad entertainment. Chances are their DJ wasn't playing good dancing songs for groups like this one. Again, a song that is also not just played at weddings. It's a song that is played at many different events just to get everybody vibing.
0: Yeah, get everybody moving.
1: All right, a more modern song that has entered the wedding receptions as of late. It's
0: another
1: dance that was created within the last five, six years. It's the Gangnam Style by PSY Dance. don't even know how to do it but it makes me want to get up and dance
0: oh i took the time to learn this dance for a specific wedding and let's just say i earned my jerry beads at that wedding my dress was not equipped to handle me dancing around like that
1: so they did play this at a wedding oh absolutely absolutely i literally learned it for that wedding All right, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, the last song that I will play for you that I feel like is a must song to play if you want group dancing at your wedding reception, and that is The Wobble. And The Wobble is recent as of the last 5 or 6 years? I uh, no,
0: maybe, take it back. Maybe 10 years? Yeah.
1: Yeah, This is you're right cuz I was dancing to this like in 2012. Yeah. Uh, uh, who is this?
0: Vic, baby That's right Is that really baby right?
1: Yep, V-I-C-V. Hey, what do I win? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, those who are looking to go to a wedding, if you go to a wedding and you notice that the music is lame and you're just about to fall asleep, then go up to the DJ and tell him to play one of these dance songs and you will get the group dancing. And if you have entertainment hired for your wedding, folks, you need to make sure that these songs are added to your playlist. Or get
0: you a little refund if they
1: ain't. Yes, because you don't want a boring wedding reception. That's the number one regret, apparently. No, No, I've been to a few. Those are bad times. And it is wedding season, so what more appropriate time to let you guys know the best songs for that. But ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take Off The Cuff's Song of the Week break. And... Since it's such a beautiful, gorgeous day outside, why don't you just row down them windows and enjoy Fitz and the Tantrums, The Walker. We'll be right back after the song. Amber, I am... Very excited! I don't know if you've heard the latest, but I got a privacy fence up around my home. Well, I've seen
0: you,
1: oh, Tim, the toolman Taylor, over there now. Well, I, it's the best purchase that I've made. Maybe the second best. The first best might have been the blinds. Yeah, and then the second was the privacy fence, which makes sense. They're both having to do with privacy. Uh huh. You can't put a price on privacy. I absolutely not. The you can hear people. But you can't see him and I'm fine with that.
0: See, and as long as I don't
1: see you, I can tune you out. I can tune you out. Yeah. I can play a little faint music in the background, <laughs> I, and I'm not even worried about yeah, it. Yeah, no big deal. Yes. Out of sight, out of mind. But it is something that I'm glad I have. I think now I'm officially done. You're the only
0: person I know get moved in your house like you did. I mean, I'm talking ready to roll in under a year. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You've been rocking
1: and rolling. That's for sure. But I am glad to have that done. The fence is up and it is awesome.
0: Well, you'll have to invite me over for some morning coffee.
1: Yes, we can do that now. And I not know. Get I know. Don't have to see nobody, nothing. But they are building houses behind me. Yeah. And it's kind of on an incline. Yeah. And it worries me. Well, so what you're saying is clothing is not optional anymore. It's mandatory. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take one more break, and when we come back, we've got one more segment to go, so stick with us. everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Last segment of the hour. It is July the 14th, 2022. And, Amber, we've done this from time to time, and a lot of our listeners, they seem to like when we do this little bit on the show. A lot has happened on July the 14th throughout time, so, Amber... How about we do a This Day in History? Yes. So, like I said, it is July the 14th. So, This Day in History, July the 14th, 1850. The first public demonstration of ice made by refrigeration refrigeration by Florida physician John Gorey. Hey! Thank God for refrigerated ice. Uh huh. What would we do without ice in our refrigerators? Or an ice cold pop? Yes. Yeah. I, you drink pop hot though, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I love ice. I don't know how some people can have drinks without ice. Leave me alone. Don't you even order your drinks at restaurants without ice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this probably would not even a big deal. <laughs> Uh, On this day, July the 14th in 1927, the first commercial airplane flight in Hawaii took place. Hey! Yeah, so that became a huge destination spot for vacation.
0: Oh my gosh, so you're telling me that we've been flying planes for 95 years? Well, at
1: least to Hawaii we Oh my goodness. In on this day in 1951, the first color telegast of a sporting event was aired, and it was a horse race on CBS. Well, look at there. Right? And we're in the horse race capital. If you think about color TV Uh and how huge that was for television. Oh, yeah. uh, Think about how big it was for sports, because sports fans, they, they watch TV and getting to see the different colors of the teams and the uniforms... I had to be had to be cool. But in this case it was horse racing, which can be a colorful event. Oh yeah, it can. And you ever heard of seeing a course a horse of a different color? Yeah. On this day in history, july fourteenth, nineteen sixty nine, the United States five hundred dollar, one thousand dollar bill, the five thousand dollar bill, and the ten thousand dollar bills are all officially withdrawn from circulation. I was going to say, I didn't know there was a $10,000 bill. Can you believe that in the 60s, we used to have, or before the... Nineteen sixty nine, we had a five hundred dollar bill, mm-hmm. a thousand dollar bill, mm-hmm. a five thousand dollar bill, and a ten thousand dollar bill.
0: Now, could you imagine ripping that ten thousand dollar bill? I would have woo lost it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's probably why they got rid of it. That's just too much, too much value. pressure. That's yeah. too much value of currency on a piece of paper <laughs> for one bill.
0: And then some kid like me come bopping through, get it, and hey, mommy rip it right down the middle. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Or imagine finding a $10,000 bill. (laughs) I freak out when I find a dollar. Hey, look, we'd be going to Applebee's a lot more than what we do now if I found one. This day in history, July 14th, 1983, Mario Brothers is first released by Nintendo in Japan as an arcade game about an Italian-American plumber. Hey, this is a great day in history then. Who knew that that would become the biggest game of all time? Who knew that Mario would become the mascot of video games? Who knew that a game about a Italian-American plumber would be <laughs> the most popular character ever created for a video game? Oh, it's amazing. And it started out as an arcade game and then eventually got picked up by Nintendo, and it be- Became what it was. Uh, yeah, a phenomenon. Still the greatest game ever played. Yes. On this day in history, 1987, Greyhound Bus buys Trailways Bus for $80 million. Hey. So, Greyhound used to not be the only game in town. There used to be a company called Trailways Bus. hmm And they were in competition with Greyhound, but with just, with like anything, they merged and Greyhound bought out for $80 million and Greyhound became the head honcho.
0: Oh, have you ever ridden on one of those buses before for like a long period of time? Didn't our grade school
1: go to Kings Island on a Greyhound? Oh, no,
0: I'm talking like a long time. No. Oh, my worst experience of my life. What's so bad about it? Oh, it's uncomfortable. There's way too many people, but mostly it's just it's uncomfortable. I literally would rather ride a bicycle, I think, than have to sit that uncomfortable again.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, on this day in history, 1987, Steve Miller's star is unveiled on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Okay. And he is the... Steve Miller Band. Yes, he's the guy from the Steve Miller Band. He created some amazing songs. I'm a joker. I'm, I'm a, a smoker. smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Yes. I play my music in the sun. <laughs>
0: or on the radio, in your case.
1: Mm-hmm. And finally, on this day, July 14th, 2008, The Dark Knight, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Christian Bale and Heath Ledger, premieres in New York. I actually went on opening night to watch this movie. I didn't go to New York. I was going to say, so you go to Big it, Apple? Yeah, it might have been the next night that it was released. <laughs> but I did watch this movie on opening weekend. And it, the theater, I remember, was standing room only. You had to get your tickets way in advance. Oh, yeah. Because The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, he just passed. Everybody was wanting to get in and see his performance.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and not me. I did not stand in line.
1: It was a amazing movie. But a lot has happened on July 14th, so that is what's happened. And it's been a big day. Hey, it has been a big day. Mario... And Greyhound and <laughs> First color <laughs> yeah, sporting
0: events. I mean,
1: come on, first ten thousand
0: dollar bills that went away.
1: Yes, yeah, Steve Miller getting a star. Hey. Oh uh, yeah. The $5,000 bill going away on this day. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm looking for that 10000 But, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much wraps up another episode of Off the Cuff. If you liked what you heard today, that means that you will like what you've heard in the past, more than likely. So, subscribe to the show on... Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you can download your favorite podcast. You can follow the show on social media at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. You can follow the co-host on social media at Amboo447. You can follow me, the host on social media at the Adam Banks. We release new episodes every Thursday from four to five right here on Radio Lex WLXU93.9 FN. Which means we will be back next week from 4 to 5. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Amber Turner. I'm Adam Banks, and this is Off the Cuff. We'll catch you down the road.